All right, folks, welcome to GMs for Hire. This is our hour-long application to get hired by the NFL, and it's the day before the draft. It's it's that time of year. It's people who love the offseason. This is this is your Christmas right here. And it is Christmas Eve, and I'm waiting up to catch Santa. Exactly, exactly. Who's going to get the best present, though? We're, we're going to find out, so... You know, so we're gonna, we're gonna do a mock draft. Um, yep. I'm taking the odds. Cal's taking the evens. Yep. And we'll just go through the first round and see where it goes. Yeah. You know, this is, and because this is GMs for hire, this you know, this isn't what everybody's talking about or what teams will do. This is what Jake and I would do if we were able to land these jobs. Okay, what the GMs should do and will never exactly. do. Exactly. All right, sounds, uh, like we have, sounds like we have a god complex <laughs> pretty much uh jacksonville is now on the clock yeah um as much as we talked about it i would love for the drama aspect to see them trade out of this pick even if it was down one or two spots and get a bunch more for it it's not gonna happen yeah no. um and they shouldn't for the social aspect of it don't mess it up don't get cute here you know it's the most guaranteed pick we've almost ever had yeah. i think it's like I've tried to even look at like if there are any issues with Lawrence, like trying to bring up issues with him not having enough motivation. It's like the guy has played competitive football for a long time. He's motivated. He's here. He's just saying that there's other things in his life, and that's not an issue. But this guy will lead your team. He will be a franchise quarterback from day one with the number one overall pick. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence Clemson. Trevor Lawrence, classic pick, perfect pick. All right, that puts me with the Jets on the clock. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not going to waste any time. We're going to go Justin Fields here at number two. I mean, Damn. this kid is too unbelievable to not take him in the top three. Letting him slip further than two seems like an insult to his game. I think this kid is NFL ready. I think he's going to be a great contribution to the team. And we're we're gonna roll with Justin Fields with the second pick. All right, then. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. It just surprises me a bit, only because I've seen everything talking about Wilson for so long. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Absolutely. Um, I think it's gonna be Wilson. I just need to look through it again because I just assumed that as well. Fields or Lawrence. Lawrence always won, but I thought Fields was good enough to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, Zach Wilson for the 49ers. I think the top three has always been the same for me. It's just been that Wilson seemed to go to. But uh, if Fields goes to where I think he should, Wilson three to the Niners. All right. Atlanta. Falcons are on the clock. A lot of speculation with this pick. Um, you know, there. you know, only three people gone, all quarterbacks, every other great prospect on the board. Um. But there's so much value at this pick. So many people need some of these guys right now. I mean, think Atlanta's going to trade this pick. I think they should. Think Atlanta's going to trade this pick. Nothing wrong if they keep it because the the trade isn't good enough to trade out, and that's fine. Like you said, a bunch exactly. of great players. But I think people are too, too, too eager to get up there. I think they could stack a lot with this. Exactly. And you know what? I think 
I think the team that they need to switch with where they can get some value, get some future picks, think they need to make a move with the Washington football team. What do you think the trade would be? I'm thinking Washington gets the fourth pick and they get pick 182. And I'm thinking in return, they get the 19 overall pick, pick number 82, next year's second, and the following year's fifth. Um, Let me look at That's that. jumping up a lot. I think you're going to need more than that from Washington. From Washington? From Washington, yeah. You're going to need to get another first at least. You know, just because they're trading out of a top first rounder, yeah. And Washington's gonna be a playoff team, so it's not that crazy to lose a first rounder there. No. But look at like Matt Stafford's deal. Yeah, I'm also thinking like they about got that much you more. know some players being involved, not just picks here. I think that would be good. But you know, a 2023 first round pick with it. If they throw in, if Atlanta throws in like the pick 108, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Well, that puts Washington on the clock, and that is one of your teams. Um, Is it my team? No, you picked them at that spot. Oh, I pick it for, I pick it the even numbers regardless. Yeah, All right. yeah you, you picked the spot. Because then if like we keep trading, I'm not going to remember who was where. All right, well, with that being said, Washington football team is not going to waste any time. Trey Lance. North Dakota State coming in, getting a nice young quarterback in. First time in a long time they've had a really good young guy come in, really just uh, take over the helm at quarterback, and we're going to run with it. I like that. I think that's good. And then you got Fitzmagic there, can show him the ropes. I think you got what you need to compete this year. Yeah. Fitzmagic is there and can play, and we know that he's not worse than anything they've had last year. And then Lance can hopefully play this year, but can take his time and ease into it and get to that start of the process. But I, uh, I like that a lot because there's a lot of, like, I didn't know how Washington be able to trade up for it, but I like them getting up and getting another quarterback soon. Cause then they got a good young team. They got to keep this going and they can run that uh, division. If no one else really gets their shit together. Um, Bengals. I have thought about Chase and Pitts. Um, I've thought about it plenty. I have said to you before, I think their offensive line is much worse than their receiving core. I think Boyd um, and Higgins are really good to do what they do. Getting a third receiver with them makes a good trio. Don't think you need to rush for a receiver. I love Jamar Chase. I think he's great. I love Kyle Pitts. But I think you saw your number one pick go down last year with an injury you need to protect him and suell is as good as it gets he is as excited as i've been for a tackle and a good amount of years of this draft process so you got to take suell at five and then take another receiver later in the draft you're gonna be okay um i'm pretty sure that they are yeah they're 38 they could get a really good receiver at 38 and still be okay so take suell protect your guy and then think about a receiver later Absolutely. on. Absolutely. I love that pick. That's perfect. All right. That's going to put me in Miami on the clock at six. Um, They also need some offensive line help, but 
you know, they need a lot of help in a lot of areas and can't let them fall past six. I'm going Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he can help his line. He lines up there. I know he plays like a receiver, but he lines up at the end of the line. Yeah, he lines up. He, he can, can block a bit. Run game a little bit, but, you know, give some weapons to Tua. You know, really, really help him out. Yeah, honestly, I really like that. I think he is, if he's a receiver, he is still this high in the draft process. That's how good he is. And then put him at the tight end spot, and he is just that much more valuable. Yeah. He's just insane to watch. Like, one, if of you, the best pro, one of the best prospects anyone's seen. Oh, yeah. And if you like showed anyone his footage and all of his clips that he has, you just think it's a receiver. If you didn't tell him it was a tight end, you'd think it's a receiver. Yeah, so absolutely. that talent is what you look for. It's the Gronk, Kittle, Waller, Kelsey. It's these guys yeah. you want to play like that. So absolutely. I think he's instantly going to be relevant. He's instantly going to be on fantasy teams. Um, and I think that's a really good way to build that young team. Definitely. All right. Lions. <clears throat> Lions, Lions, Lions. I don't think you can overthink it. Most of my mocks before this, he hasn't fallen this far. You got to take Chase. You have to. If he somehow falls to seven, and I think the only way is if there's four quarterbacks taken in the top four, yep. then maybe even someone might trade up for the fifth one at Mac. Uh, I mean, I don't think the Bengals would trade, but let's say the Dolphins straight out so someone can else get a, a quarterback maybe. But Jamar Chase, you've got to take him at seven. He is yeah. insanely talented. You need a receiver. Galladay's gone. Goff is there. Start building it back again, and that is a really good piece to build around. Beautiful. That's that's a great pick. I love that. All right. Me and Carolina on the clock. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are talking about them trading out of this pick. However, I'm going to keep this pick for them. I like them at eight right now. And I'm going to do something that not a lot of people are going to love. You need a lot of help, but there's one position that they've had limited resources on for a very long time. I'm taking Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. I knew it. Just the way you were talking, I mean, I think I had them in that discussion. Yep. Only thing, and this is obviously if they can, the only thing I would say is if they could trade back for that, then try that. But they're just kind of stuck in a tough place of they See know you. they like Darnold. They have good receivers. I don't I don't think they're in dire need for receiver no, yeah. help right now, but they do need uh, a DB back there. See, but they, they can't trade back too far because everyone is absolutely convinced that if he's there, Patrick Sartain's going to Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, that puts you in Denver on the clock, brother. Ah, shit. Um... I'm just making sure I'm not making a mistake overlooking it here. I think it's going to be Mac. I, I think it's going to be. I just need to make sure I'm not overlooking something. I'm looking at like maybe later because I know they could use some line help, but I don't know. Like, I think if they're there, I like Parsons too. This sucks, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damn it. I'm used to people being taken a pick ahead and not actually falling into my lap where I exactly. where I want them. Yep. And I like Teddy, but I don't think he's a long term. He's just like an insurance plan. 
Yep. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be Mac. I mean, I don't really trust Drew Locke that much. I think Teddy's good, but he's not long-term. He's only going to be on a year contract there anyway, and he might want more money than they'll want to give him. And that team is really good. And I don't think they're in dire need for a linebacker or in horrible need for line help. It's just really their holes that could be filled. But I yeah. think they really want to get that quarterback. And if you don't take Slater, there's other tackles. You don't take Parsons, even if he looks really good, there's other linebackers. You don't take Mac Jones, the drop-off is there. That's the cliff. It's him, and then there's the rest. And those guys that aren't even being talked about in the first round might sneak in, but just because there's need, not because they want them there. And yes, yeah. yeah, Mac Jones is the cliff. As much as I like the next guys coming up, you got to take Mac Jones. You got to go on a quarterback. I know the <laughs> the Broncos have failed over and over on it, but you got to yeah. keep going, especially in that division. Yeah, it doesn't also doesn't spell out well that Alabama quarterbacks are notoriously bad professionals. Yeah. All right, but Dallas is you. All right. Also, I think we got to start like disagreeing with each other or something more. We're like liking each other's picks too much, and I don't think that'll make a successful podcast. So I'll just start calling you names. A little, <laughs> a little bit of dispute here. All right. What? You're looking through trades. Uh, nope. I'm I'm oh. I'm I'm throwing a curveball. One of my favorite prospects. One of my favorite prospects in this draft. You know what? I'm going with my gut here. I'm going with Jalen Phillips from Miami. Defensive end. I know they need help at corners. The corners aren't entirely super deep, but they could definitely pick one up in the second round. I think that Jalen Phillips is going to be one of those guys that is around for a very long time and produces at a high level throughout his entire career. I love this kid. I think he's one of the best edge rushers in this draft, and I, I'm excited to see him get drafted to Dallas. I'm going to be honest. Okay, now let's say I don't take Mac Jones there. Are you trading back? If Mac Jones doesn't go to the Broncos, absolutely we're trading back. Like trade to the, the pass and probably still get him there, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. Because that kind of that, that's what I like about the draft. That forces your hand because you can't really do it anymore. You have yeah. to make that jump if you really want. Yeah, if you hadn't taken Mac Jones, I probably would have switched out with one of these quarterback teams like the Patriots. Honestly, maybe maybe make a phone call to New Orleans. See if they want to do a little trading. But sitting there after Mac Jones, Jalen Phillips is my pick, man. And you like him more than Pay, OA, or taking a corner? Yeah. Not questioning, just like, you know. Going no, definitely. Um, the only corner that I absolutely love in Dallas is Sertain. But, you know, Carolina couldn't pass up on him. So going to get a little edge rush help. Going to get a little pressure on the quarterback with Jalen Phillips. Nice. All right. Quick draft. That's done. All right. New York Giants. Mm. I don't I don't really know why they have receiver as such a big need. I don't think it's that big. I don't think it's that big either. I think they need offensive line help the most. Yeah. I don't really think they need receiver as badly as it seems. It's the fact that like they got Galladay. He's great. 
I really like Slayton and Shepard, and Evan Engram won't be one of the main guys, so he won't really be as focused. And if Saquon's healthy, that's not looking that bad. It really isn't. Um, I mean, I thought Will Hernandez was awesome in the draft, so that's yeah. one guy that I just was really big on and didn't turn out so far. But that that line all across the board is not good. Um, ooh, this is where it's tough. Um, hmm. Do I do Slater? Darisaw. Because, like, Slater's ranked higher. I know that. But there's just something about Christian Darisaw that just keeps jumping out to me. Okay. I don't know why. I'm going to go Slater. But just every time I'm doing a mock, Darisaw jumps out to me. Then I'm just like, uh, all right, let's just, let's just throw him on a team that needs a tackle. Because everybody needs tackles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Slater, though. Slater, yeah. Slater, Slater. Over the past past week or so, Slater's grown on me a lot. He's, you know, after watching some of his stuff and seeing seeing his combine and everything, he's the the gap between him and Suell isn't as deep as I thought it was. Oh, it's definitely not. I think the the aspect of like Jones is the drop off. Suell seemed like such a big drop off for so long. Then when you kind of start looking at the rest of the tackles in this draft, it's really speaking to me why the tackles and free agency have been signed. There's some good tackle depth in here. Yeah. A lot that's of surprising. good line depth. Yeah. I'm excited. I would, I, I'd love to see these guys really do something. Mm-hmm. All right, Philly. All right. Philly's on the clock. This is an easy one. This is a no-brainer. Heisman Trophy winner, Devonta Smith. They need a little bit of help at that position. You know, roll with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts knows this kid. We can we we can get it going right now. Yeah, I agree. I um, I'm not crazy about the talk of Devontae Smith not being that good. He won the Heisman. He went out there and balled out. It doesn't. Yeah. I know he's 170. He's always played at that weight. He knows how to play football at that weight, and he knows how to not take a big hit. So yeah. he, he can move, he can be quick, and that weight is maybe what helps him be so agile with his moves. And we just saw what he did. Just look at his tape. What does it matter? Yeah. I mean, he he won the Heisman. That is a notorious... It's almost like it's guaranteed to go to a QB. Mm-hmm. But this kid came out and balled so hard that he got the Heisman and his quarterback didn't. Yeah. An, an Alabama quarterback, which is what they love for the Heisman. And, like, nothing against Waddle. I think he will be really good. It's just that Smith has shown it. He reminds me of Jerry Judy. He just has so many tools and can do so many oh, yeah. things that are good to being a wide receiver that it's, it's a weirdly safe wide receiver pick. Yep. So many guys chase big receivers and... It's not a bad thing. You want a big guy, but that's how you get guys like Nikhil Harry, Kelvin Benjamin. You mean like the big guys that you want to be monsters, and then they just don't pan out. This dude isn't big, and he balls out, which means he has to be great at what he does. Yep. All right, Charger, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Hmm. Every time I look down, I want to put Parsons on the team. I know he's every time Michael Parsons still on the board, top rated linebacker. He's still there, but as far as needs go, 
Yeah, it won't be this one. Miss, missing the mark just barely. Let's see. What we got left here? I might make a trade. All right. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I even want to trade. I just don't even know who I'd trade with. Like, I, I want to make a trade. I do. I just don't know what I could even do. Um, any team really need anything? Nah, I'm just going to go with Derisaw. I think Okay. I think it's the same thing like the Bengals, just a lighter version. You got that young guy, and you got to protect him. Yep, and definitely. your line isn't that great. You need to make sure you get it locked down. And I think he's a good player that can really help and grow with Herbert. Um, yep. And also, I don't really think anybody wants to trade to 13 right here now. No one's yeah. dying for Parsons. Yeah. That like they need to give up capital for it. That they, at least at this point, won't wait on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think they just take them and call it a day and then just kind of worry about their other parts of the draft. Smart. All right. Minnesota at 14. Got a lot of holes to fill, and you know what? I I don't know exactly what to do here. They need a lot of help on their line, but they also need some rushers. You know what? I'm going to go for a little bit of a reach here. Minnesota's going to take Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. You know, they can't do anything offensively. Because their quarterback is, you know, usually getting thrown off balance. You got to bring in somebody that can help him out. And Vera Tucker is very versatile. You could put him basically anywhere on that line and he's going to do something for you. And I think, I think that's the only pick they got right now. Yeah. I was thinking about having the Chargers trade down because if they didn't get Darisaw, they could get him. Yeah. But then, which is kind of like, there's no real move they can make for that. So I just went with the best guy available. Um, but I could see that happening with the Vikings. Yeah. Kind of just Char- going where the they Chargers, need it. I, the Chargers, I would have looked at green, trading with Green Bay so they can grab a corner. I didn't know if... I'm not huge on Horn. So really? I didn't know... Well, I'm not huge on Horn over Farley. I guess that's a better way to put it. Really? I like Caleb even, Farley. Even yeah. with Farley being hurt and everything? I just, I'm just going with like a little bit I've watched out of it. And I think I've heard enough people knock horn that it's at least, yeah. it's, it's really Some shown gap. the gap oh. that I haven't watched him or licked into him a ton. Okay. But I just don't think, yeah, I just didn't think that a trade would, I am going to make a trade in this pick though. Oh, okay. So I'm on the Pats. All right. And in true Patriot fashion, we're trading down on our first round. Actually. Naturally. Any guesses on who it's going to be? Um, trying to think of who would need to trade up. The Bears, maybe? Um, I don't know. Who's still on the board? I mean, maybe Baltimore? Baltimore, always in desperate need of a receiver, a number one receiver. Jalen Waddle still on the board? I'm doing Vegas. 
Okay. All right. That's smart. Smart. Vegas would trade up for that. So I want to make sure we can work out the uh the logistics for it. Yep. Um thinking so swap first. Obviously. Yep. And then Vegas gives next year's second. All right. And the Pats fifth. So Vegas owns am I calling yeah, right. So Vegas owns the Pats fifth. This is where it's getting a little confusing. Um so the Pats get their fifth back. Yep. Um, and they send next year's fourth. So Vegas sends this year's first, next year's second and fifth, Pats send the fifteenth, and next year's fourth. And I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe like one ninety seven of this year. Okay. Or the Houston one. One eighty eight or one ninety seven. I don't know what you think would be better. I'm trying to make I it a little more even. One ninety one ninety seven is probably fair, letting it for having a team move up, even if it is just two spots. Yeah, so I'm thinking like a first, a future second and fifth for a first one ninety seven and then a future fourth. I like it. I like it. Let's make it happen. All right. Now, how do I hit four straight? Because I don't like that. Well, I'm going to just do an A. It doesn't really matter for the sake of this draft. Yeah. And then the Raiders are the team I've been the happiest to put him on. Micah Parsons. Beautiful. That's that's a fantastic choice. I just think he fits them. I don't that's know. Fair. I just I feel like he does. he does. He fits being a Raider. I've heard stuff come out about him being a jock or a, a meathead. I don't even know what to call him for that, but I just heard those things like that just fits it more to the Raiders. I just think that Gruden would want him on that team. I think oh, 15 is enough of a fall. The Pats barely drop. Like they really don't make that much of a difference, but they get some draft capital and probably still take the same guy. Absolutely. I think that's a fantastic pick. All right. That's going to be me at 16 with this Arizona team. They they have some needs to fill, but just thinking about Jalen Waddle on that offense gets me gets me excited for next season. <laughs> Has Fitzgerald made a decision yet? Not to my knowledge, not at this point, no. Alright, I didn't think so. Let me let me check it while you're doing this. You know, as much as I would love to have Jalen Waddle, I'm going to go with his teammate, Christian Barrymore, defensive lineman, give them a little bit of edge rushing. I mean, a little pass rushing. They can get a little pressure on the quarterback. Give an opportunity for the new J.J. Watt-Chandler-Jones combination. Get in there, make some plays. It's it's a little basic, but I like it. Yeah, I like that. When you were saying Waddle, I didn't want to tip anything, but I want um, the defensive help more. I think their interior isn't super great, and Watt and Chandler Jones are going to give that rookie such an easy way to come into league, get his confidence up and everything, and Absolutely. really get that defensive front up. And he's a good player. I mean, you can't really go wrong on him. I don't think there's much of a 
much of a chance that a, a defensive lineman on the interior is going to be where he is with all that praise and not deliver. He's a good player. And then playing between Watt and Chandler Jones, one learning from them is going to be incredible, but two not having to face serious pressure. Cause they're so worried about the other two guys. Mm-hmm. And then even better secondary behind you. Yep. You're going to be, you're going to be good starting there. I like that pick a lot. Oh wait, I'm, I'm right. supposed to insult you. I like that pick, but you're an idiot. <laughs> ah, there we go. Banter. Ah, and, damn. And issues. Well, that puts that puts you on on the clock with the Patriots, you jerk. <laughs> I, part of me wants to trade out again. Like I want to just like keep trading back to my next just pick. Keep trading over back over. To pick. So go to Atlanta and then to Indy and then the Jets and just keep going over and over and then own all of the picks in the next two years, but. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Sitting at 17 is still Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. and Baltimore is still striving to get a receiver. If I was gonna make a trade, I would look at I would look at Baltimore. If I'm being honest with you, no, I agree with you on that. I'm trying to see. So Baltimore's at 27. They're at 27 and 31. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of wide receiver needy teams. I was just kind of seeing if there was anybody for them to drop. Because I like uh, a couple of the other guys later. Yeah. And I don't really think the Pats need much more. I do look at Morig. I like a safety. I don't know if they'd go safety again. I don't know. Honestly, for me, I think it, it would be hard for... Uh, the Patriots to pass up if they're going to go DB needs. Sante Samuel Jr. is in a Pats jersey. Just saying. All right. Let's say you're the Ravens, even though they're an odd team. Let's say you're the Ravens. What's your offer to the Patriots? Let me, let me take a quick look here. I would probably offer 31. A third next year and a first the following year for the Patriots number seventeen one twenty and next year's fifth and seventh that belongs to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the year after's fourth from the Patriots. I'm just going that I already traded. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the pick and I'm going to take Jalen Waddle. Looking at the needs and how set this team is and how good this team is with like every little other spot aside from safety. And I don't think, I don't think it's the Belichick way to get a safety at 17. That's the top guy unless he's in love with him. Um, So that's why I'm just trying to justify but Jalen Waddle is in the top 10 in a lot of dra- mock drafts, maybe all of them. So I think yeah. if he was at this spot and or if I had more time to think of a good Baltimore trade, because in my head, it's tough to not get both of their first rounders. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm See, gonna for, yeah. For me, it doesn't seem like the Patriots would grab two current first rounders. Seems more, you know, they try to build for the future. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why it's tough to like pick for them. And that's the other thing. I don't want to trade back and have to think of them again. 
that's yeah. that's that's my thank you for that. That's my final decision on them. I don't want to have to pick for the Patriots again. I've already to think about them for the second time, and this yeah. would make it the third time and maybe fourth time if I give them both picks because they're both odd numbers. So we're yeah. taking Jalen Waddle at seventeen and going to the Pats. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I I love Jalen Waddle for for the Pats scheme, especially with Cam Newton not being able to really get the long ball out there. Um, put Jalen Waddle in the slot, let him run crazy on a couple ten yard slants. I think he'll f- fill a really important need and position on the team. Uh, I I really like the pick. Uh, you're you're dumb. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the tough thing. You know, I love receivers. Any draft, yeah. I love watching them as they go further down the list. So that's my tough thing of drafting one of the early guys. Yeah, because I've already had Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. So all these guys are people I like watching Rondell Moore. Like I like watching their tape. I like seeing where they can go and reaching for them a little bit. So when a big guy drops to me, it just throws everything off. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's also hard to see it to picture a team actually trading back in the draft more than once. Yeah. Even if like we do in Madden all the time, but that's absolutely. Yeah. Well, that well, when we play Madden, we also own picks five, seven, 10, 11 and 17. So. (laughs) God, imagine. All right, that's going to be me with Miami again. This is going to be their second pick. Brought in the best prospect in the draft, brought in Kyle Pitts. And you know what? Went offense, now we're going to go a little defense. We're going to go Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Get a little edge rushing in. You know, really try to stack up this defense, try to make it as good as we can. Um, Pay, I think he's a good edge rusher. I think if you really wanted to, you could have him be a linebacker. Um, I like this kid. I think he's I think he's going to do well in Miami. When you picked Phillips earlier, I meant to ask not pay just to check. But it's one of those things where I don't think it's a knock on either. If the other's taken ahead of them, it's just an exciting uh like a little crop of talent yeah yeah uh jalen phillips i loved watching his tape he's one of my favorite prospects in this draft um Kawhi pays right there though right behind him i think he's good i think that he could be serviceable for many years uh almost like a demarcus ware type of player but yeah Kawhi pay to miami loving it loving it that gives me the falcons Gives you the Falcons trading back from number four all the way down to 19. Which I feel like puts a lot of pressure on this pick. I think they're that is true. They're in a shit situation anyway. So I think it's gonna be tough. Actually, let me see. Because they got a lot from that last one. Alright, so they got they got plenty of draft capital. They got Washington second next year, first in 23. Um, another pick or two from them so they're looking okay and like you said i don't think they'll trade back twice no i'm just making sure i'm not making a mistake taking morig because i like him and i think he's a really good player that i would like to build 
my secondary around a good safety if I could. I oh, think yeah. Kind of give him some time to grow over the next two to three years while the team gets back there, but could jump in if they really want it to be all taken care of now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just still can't see them. I can't see them training back and taking a corner. I think that's too risky. Not for yeah. not for their roster as much as what it looks like. Like you yeah, have the yeah, fourth yeah. pick. It became this cornerback. And let's say it's Horn or Farley over the other. And one flops and one's good. Or Newsom. I mean, like, if one of them is better than them, then it looks worse. But I think take a safety, really start building the, the defense back together. And then... It's also going to depend on what their Julio situation is. I think they know where they want to go with it, but since they're not going to technically trade him until June, then I think they're just kind of keeping their cards close to the vest, which is smart, but that's going to be probably a little more obvious once they actually like complete their draft. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. All right, so let's take the safety. Because now it's like how Parsons was earlier. Every team that came up that could use him, I just kind of kept looking at him. Yeah. So Mo Rig. Have fun with the Bears. Yeah. See, but the good thing about picking for the Bears is that there's no physical way I could make a worse choice than they will actually make. True. Like seeing what the Broncos did and now trading for Drew Locke with their first pick. Neath pick. I hate to do this to another young guy. But Bears going to go with Rashad Bateman. You know, there's not a ton of offensive linemen, which is where they need some help. Quarterbacks, there's such a huge drop-off that drafting any of them at this point is almost insane. So all you can do is just get more people to get the ball to and hope that it gets there. So Rashad Bateman to yeah. the Chicago Bears. I really like Rashad Bateman. Um, he's one of those guys that's like the second tier of the first rounders that I've always kept looking at. I yep. think there's, I mean, I guess you could trade with the Titans or the Jets if they want to go for a corner, even Green Bay or New Orleans. But I think the whole theme of this whole draft process has been nobody wants the 20th pick from the Bears. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just not, they don't want it. It doesn't look good. So, like, they're just kind of stuck in it, which kind of yeah. sucks. All right. Indy, home of Carson Wentz. It's going to be you with Wentz's Colts. I kind of wanted Bateman for them. That would have been nice. Yeah. Um. Like you said, there's not really any offensive tackle help. I guess Walker Little, but I'm not. That's that's an, easy, that's an easy second round guy. I'm not eager for him. I don't think I don't think there's like not a guy behind him that couldn't fill that same type of role. Um I'm leaning Elijah Moore right now. Okay. But I'm also thinking Jason Oway. I like both of those guys. I'm just looking. Could they trade down with someone? You know, yeah, I'm going to watch a trade. All right. 
Who are you thinking of trading with? The Jets. Ooh, at 23? Yeah. So I'm going to trade. Uh, we're going to swap picks. So 21, 23. Yep. And. Um, I'm going to ask for Seattle's first rounder. What else they have like theirs and Seattle's. And I assume the Jets first rounder will be better than theirs. What else do you think would need to happen to complete that? For the Jets to go for Indy, Indy would have to give up. They'd probably have to give up uh, pick 54, pick uh, a third round pick the following year. That's tough. Uh... I'm going to offer something in the system and see if it works. Yeah. Okay, it worked. So. I gave, um, so swap picks. Yep. And the Jets gives Seattle's first, and yep. Indy gives up their fourth. Those are both from next year. I don't think Jets won a 54 because they have 34 and 66, and then yeah. 86. Um, and again, that doesn't really matter too much for the sake of our mock draft. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to want help next year. New York has two firsts, so... They might I be just a little think bit it's going to be really hard to get them to let go of two first round picks for for only getting one in return, especially a low one. I agree with that. Um, I think they'd make something else kind of work on that. Uh, if it ends up being a second or what have you, I, this yeah. is more about the Jets trading up to get a cornerback. So it was swap first, then next year's first, and next year's fourth. I'm sorry, the Jets first from Seattle next year, and the Colts fourth round from next year? Yes. And again, as long as you don't change anything for the first round this year, it doesn't really matter at that point. Um, I just didn't want to keep looking for a really detailed one. I just figured it it would involve some incentive from next year's draft to really bolster it um so yeah the jets trade up and they do it so they can take jc horn all right okay like they need a corner um to go with that just kind of get back to it when they've been successful they've had good corner play and they don't they could i guess flirt with the idea of going after receiver but i don't think it's a need as much and they have the early second round picks to go after more depth that's available more in that kind of area. So I figured go there um, and the Colts trading down two picks. They still have roughly the same idea of what they'd want to do. And then I don't okay. think, I don't think like Baltimore through green Bay, those three, I don't think they have as much incentive to trade up to 21. So I just felt like Jets is kind of a, a cheaper price to go up between one and two. Like you said, it probably won't be another first, involved unless they give him like a second but um it accepted and i couldn't undo it so i just went all right all right that puts me in tennessee at 22 really wish i was more sold on greg newsom yeah but you know what 
I'm going to go with Asante Samuel Jr. here. Okay. Would you have gone Horn? Uh, I probably would have gone Horn. Um, I think Asante also fits well there. Uh, those would have been the two options for me. Um, Farley is hurt. Just found out he has COVID. He He's kind of been an off-season mess. Still a great player. Um, I do think everything that's been happening kind of kicks him out of the first round. Um, but I'm not completely sold on Newsom. I think he's good. I don't know if he's somebody I would take in the first round personally, but I like Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, I think he's really good on man. And uh, I I think that's exactly what Tennessee needs. So I like it. Kind of serious. So the reason for my trading, and I didn't want to say it to influence your pick. I figured Jets will want to get up ahead of you to get the corner they want. That's With fair. This being Horn. Um, yeah. Indy trading back so that if you're not going corner, you're taking receiver. Mm-hmm. And I like more than one receiver. So I get draft yeah. capital and an easier decision. Nice. So who I am Hold taking for again? Who I am taking for Indy is Terrace Marshall Jr. of LSU. Oh, okay. All right. And then they want to get a big body for Carson Wentz. I like Marshall. Um, and I think that's more of the aim. I don't think, I, I mean, I like Elijah Moore, but I just couldn't get over the height difference of the two guys. And I think if they're drafting for helping their team, I don't think he can be a bad play for any quarterback. But if they like Wentz as the future, they might be thinking, let's get him a little bit of a bigger body on this one to get him a little more area to throw to. Okay. And yeah. Again, one of those second tier first round guys that I've liked looking at. Now, now this is where we're gonna actually disagree for the first. Finally, time. <laughs> I think. Um, I think Elijah Moore was the pick there. I think they need a smaller guy because, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they draft Michael Pittman last year? They did. I think Michael Pittman is exactly what you're describing out of Marshall. He's got a year under his belts. I I think that he's going to be your number two with T.Y. coming back. I think Elijah Moore in the slot would have been perfect. Give Wentz all the weapons he needs at different, you know, capacities. You got the, you got the route runner and T.Y. You got the big body and Pittman. You got the slot receiver. Coming in from Old Miss, I, I that that would have been my pick. I would have went with Elijah Moore. I get that. Yeah, Elijah Moore is not a bad pick. The other side of it, I think, is if I didn't take him at the Colts, there, mm-hmm. it would have been because I was saving him for the Ravens. Okay. And I didn't want to play that. I want to play like okay. pick by pick. So I think yeah. that was like the other aspect of it. I guess. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Elijah Moore would be great. It's just those things that. I don't I'm not sold on Pittman yet. I like him. I just don't know if it's him or the system that yeah. like wasn't there. I mean, TY, I think he'll retire there. I just don't know how many years of productivity he has left. And then Paris Campbell's in the slot. Like you said, Moore would be a great replacement for him. Um, but I just think with the Carson Wentz type offense, 
that I don't know, just something about that dude stuck out to me, I guess. I'm happy you disagree with me though. Yeah. Now it means that all my other picks were as amazing as you made them seem. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the first one where I where I definitely definitely would have made a different pick there. I like that. All right, uh, what you got for the Steelers? Me and the Steelers. Everybody's saying they got to take a running back here. And as much as I agree they need a running back, and I like I like uh, Anton and I like Harris. Don't I don't think they're someone you take in the first round. I mean, I honestly think you need to address replacing Villanueva. And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Nice. Now I don't think I would have gone that far down for him. I like him. Yeah. Um I think it's more just one of those things you could probably trade back for. Like real draft, not not so much yeah. as like a live mock draft, like real draft. I think they could afford to trade back on it. Oh, definitely. Given things, I, um, you know, it was just some of the linemen that are there. Uh, Walker Little, Tevin Jenkins, uh, Dylan Rattas. I'm, I like them. I don't know, man. It's just, it's hard to pass on Alabama football when you know the product that they have year round and who they're playing. I don't know. I just think that they have, they've had better competition and better games against, you know, more than Stanford or Oklahoma state or especially North Dakota state. It's hard for me to go with one of them. I like Alex Leatherwood. He's been talked about pretty highly through over the past two years. And I think he's, I think he's the perfect uh, body type and fit to, and and the way he plays to replace Villanueva. I agree with that part. And honestly, we don't know. They trade back seven yeah. picks and he's taken in the next six. It exactly. looks like an awful move. Um, I have Jacksonville. Again, yes. They just had the first pick, right? I think I looked at mm-hmm. them earlier, so I just want to make sure that I wasn't yep. overlooking Trouble my more. own pick. Here's where I think that pick plays out well, is if you get your guy. Because I think that Jacksonville has to look tackle here as well. I'm just trying to think who it is. Hmm. That's why this is tough. I'm going Cosme. He's that guy that keeps jumping out to me. And I think I think that's the part of this where that pick shifts my draft. Your pick, I mean. That I might have traded back if you didn't take a tackle. Yeah. That I would have been okay with who was there. Um, it's just more the fact of I don't really know what's left for me. And I don't know where I can trade back to at this point where I can, it's worth it to get more draft capital because the tackle is really important for this team to help that young quarterback that I'm going to be building everything around for the next decade, hopefully. 
So that makes sense. He's that guy. Like I think just like you for Leatherwood, he just stuck out to me. Like yep. Leatherwood did too. I think those are two guys that are a little lower than others at times where I just would have taken them above the other guy. But uh, yeah, I think they just need tackle help. The fact that, like we've said before, the fact they haven't gone after Okung or Villanueva, just you need to sign those guys if you need tackles. But I think they're waiting in this mostly deep tackle class right now to yeah. try and get that young guy because you want to build around them together. So I think, yeah, you got to gotta cover your bases. Um, what's it in the blind side? The first uh, bill you pay is the mortgage. The second you pay is the insurance. Yep. Well, Lawrence is the house. Now you pay to protect them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Clearly so agree. Fantastic movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to put me with the Cleveland Browns. Can you believe the Cleveland Browns are picking at 26? I know. I'm so proud of them. 26. Wow. Good for them. Um, This one's going to be pretty easy for me. Um, They're just looking to fill some holes on defense. I'm going to go JOK from Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be a good fit there. I think, you know, I don't know, man. It just seems like Cleveland's having fun. Get this kid in. Let him get some reps in. I think he'll have a pretty good preseason. He fell pretty far. He's ranked 19. I think it was going to be a good fit. Yeah, I think that's a really good pick. I think, like you said, he fell really far. Yeah. I don't think at this point anybody's questioning the talent. has more just been fits before this because exactly not many people jump at a linebacker. But then years later, they're like, oh, I wish I had this generational linebacker. It's like, well, then you should take him. You should have yeah, exactly. seen the value. So like JOK, Parsons, these guys that I yep. think you can put into a system and really just trust as a solid pillar that I think they'd be really good. I flirted with them trading up um, and other ones for JOK because I didn't think he'd drop or even yeah. for Parsons when he did drop just because they have an amazing team right now with just a couple of weak spots. And it's not even like huge holes. It's just these little bits that are like, here, just fix this up and it'll be even better. And yeah. I think he is the exact need for that. Um, if he does fall to them, I think they'd be extremely lucky. And it'd be one of the rare points of a late first rounder coming in, helping a team that was already working its way up. Like some of these teams, Saints, maybe Ravens, um, yep. LA, if they were there, Steelers, they're kind of struggling right now to stay at the top of the game because mm -hmm. they're not in the top four like KC, Tampa, the Bills. But yep. I think Cleveland is that rising team, and this just keeps it going. And obviously, um, their roster is amazing right now. So, yeah, that's a great yeah. pick. This adds to a, a, a puts depth on a young, young roster that they need. And that's going to be you with Baltimore's first pick this round. Now, like I just mentioned, they uh, need some help. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can go anywhere else really with this. As much as I want to go with other people. Yeah. Now, I think, like you said, if I don't go uh, Marshall Jr. for the Colts, he's probably here for the Ravens. Yeah. And that's more so what i'm talking about right now i think he's a little bigger that's more appealing yeah um i think that there's not really anyone here 
that is worth not doing the right move. Like you can't wait four picks on any of these guys, and then if you lose them, it's the end of the world. Yeah. So I think you got to go best available receiver, which would be Elijah Moore. As much as I like Rondale Moore, um, I think Elijah Moore would be the guy. Like I said, if you you probably are right, but if you are right about the Colts one going that way, and Terrace Marshall Jr. is here, like he usually is for mine, then yeah. that tends to be the move I have for the for the Ravens. But um, Elijah Moore is uh, they need receivers. Yep. Even if they get it wrong, they will at least try to get a receiver, which is what everyone's begging them to do. Yeah. Yeah, they're still searching for that number one receiver. Maybe he, maybe Elijah Moore will slip into the number two position and Hollywood Brown will step up, be number one. Who knows? Yeah, or just like one of those systems that doesn't have a like diehard main person but has talent around them where the two of them will do well watkins will do well you know andrews is there lamar's got weapons so if they can kind of spread it around more they won't have to worry about a primary if everyone they have is talented yeah all right that's gonna be me and the saints that's going to be me and the Jameis Winston-led Saints. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's so weird to say. I hope he does well. He's got LASIK now. I yeah. mean, he's done okay because he's done so much good and so much bad. It kind of meets him somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Maybe he'll eat a couple W's this year. Who knows? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that was so dumb. That was that was the greatest. I love that so much. <laughs> All right, I think the Saints are going to use their twenty eighth pick to take Caleb Farley. Love you, Farley. Love you, Farley. <laughs> it's my mother. <laughs> love you, my. Love you, my. <sighs> no, Caleb Farley. You know, we talked about him earlier. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Still a great player when you look at his tape. Um, you know, him falling to the bottom makes some sense. Uh, but, you know, you still got to recognize what the kid can do. You know, I I honestly was thinking about JOK here, but it's it's hard for Cleveland to pass on him. So I was I was thinking Farley was gonna fall out. And uh but that's that's not the case. He's gonna go play for the Saints. He's gonna play with Lattimore. So I like that. That's it for the Saints. Yeah. I like Farley a lot. I just think he's kind of more of a he's more of a Tunsil or Orlando Brown where you're yeah. not you, but people are ignoring what he's done in his career for more recent stuff that isn't always long-term. Like he has COVID a bunch of people have had it recently. Um, He, yes, there are injury concerns to that. I get that. But the fact of like, you look at him play, you know what he can do. You know, the talents there and that is worth the risk on it. That, I mean, not many corners tend to play the way he does and be a first round guy. So I think yeah. if you're getting him, especially you said to fall this far, that's just a discount, and then you got to take him at that. Like the opposite of Clowney? 
Exactly. <laughs> Which, like, I like Clowny. You know that, but yeah, it shouldn't have been a first pick, man. No, no. <laughs> God. Oh, always make Clowny and Michael Crabtree are the only people I think about with that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, great highlight reel, but not that was a, that was a great play you made, but. Shouldn't shoot you into the first round, just like how I don't think after Malcolm Butler got the Super Bowl interception that he did, I don't think he should have been made a 90 in Madden. <laughs> he was everywhere. He got a he Vista everywhere. commercial with Antonio Brown. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. He made a great play, a Super Bowl winning play. Every kid dreams of doing that. Does that one play make you a 90 overall when before you were a 60? No, that's not how it should work. But no. it did. I don't know. I got a lot of hostility towards that. No, I get that. Because like I like Butler, but he's not that good. He is a yeah. good corner. He is not one of the top corners. And that's uh, just a lot of excitement and hype, especially because you didn't even know who he was before that play. Nope. So to go into that and then think like, no, he's one of the best. No, he's not one of the best. Just yeah. give him a good rating. That's not how Madden works. People need to work hard for their Madden ratings. That's why everyone hates the adjuster and harasses him at training camp. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's insane that he made one play in the Super Bowl and then was immediately put in the category of Richard Sherman and Jalen Ramsey. No. Not needed. Um, that's gonna be you and the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my gut of what I've been saying for a while, and overlooking what I've been hearing like on other podcasts. I've been hearing a lot of stuff about Kadarius Tony, which again, talented player. Not saying anything against that, but he just wasn't as much of a standout to me. And I'm gonna go with Rondell Moore. He. Okay. Is just an athletic freak that I think I don't really care about his size because he's not the number one Devontae Adams is. But I yeah. think you gotta go weapons and linebackers didn't drop like I'd hoped they would. Um, so I don't really think that's too much of it. Corners, I'm not sold as much on Newsom, and then it's a drop from there. So I'm just looking at, and like, there's not all the offensive line help that I really, really want from there that I think yeah. is needed here. But I think you need to get the second receiver because that's really what's going to help you on here because you got Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You need to go for it. And I think Rondell Moore can just do about anything. Just get him the ball and then put him in various different ways. The size doesn't scare me too much for him. I just think he's just so athletic that he'll be able to, play beyond all of that yeah. um but yeah again the tape the tape just shows what he can do and yeah. the measurables coming out not what he was listed at i get it is alarming but if anything that makes it more impressive to what he can do just like devonta smith like he can do all of that at that height and weight all yeah. you're trying to do is get a guy that can play that way and some guys that are really tall don't play their height some guys that are small play above it I think, yeah, you got to get Rogers some help. I think you're all in right now, and you got to make that push, and you didn't get Absolutely. the free agent you needed. 
definitely. All right, that's going to be me and the Bills at 30. You know, uh, I'm not going to play around too much. I'm going to go Jason Owe. Nice, I've been waiting for it. I think he's I think he's gonna be a good fit. I think uh I think he's got a good long reach. I think he's gonna be able to turn the corner, put some pressure on the ball. I think this is a good pick. I think he I think he's gonna fit in well here. Yeah, I agree. I like him. He's again one of those guys that I just kept seeing the name of and knowing I liked him. Yeah. But the team knee didn't really fit. Um I probably would have thought of him for the Ravens at this pick. Yeah. Because just like I said, he's just been popping up every single time I look and that's who's there. So that's another, I mean, I know that's not why you draft, but sometimes the yeah. part of the draft where like you take someone and the next three teams would have wanted them. Yeah. It does show you did something right and you timed it right. Exactly. So let's see for the Ravens and my last pick of the day. So, I believe the Ravens have been talked about with Villanueva that yeah. he visited them the same day or the same few days that they were doing the Orlando Brown deal. Yeah. So, that makes me a little less likely to push for a tackle as much. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, as far as what they need, I don't... It's tough because part of me wants to go linebacker, but part of me doesn't because they've been drafting linebackers. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did just lose a big linebacker to the Patriots. Yeah, but that's making me think, do I go more edge than on that? Yeah. Because that's the tough thing of that one that I'm... You know what? This is one of those things where I'm actually going to buy into the whole best available. Okay. I think. And I'm going to go Nick Bolton. It's the tiebreaker amongst other things where I don't really know if I trust another guy more. Okay. Like, I don't know if I trust the edge out of Georgia. I don't know if I trust any of these linemen. I don't know who I trust. Maybe Collins. Um, okay. It's tough. Like, I'd say maybe trade out of it, but they just traded for this pick. Yeah. And I think they're more likely to try and trade two picks to trade up for a receiver. Or yeah. maybe. Actually, what? Can I make a trade still? What team would need a trade here? Because I think I know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to trade for draft capital if i'm them okay because if i'm the ravens i'm putting my hat in the ring for julio jones okay this is more of a me thing if i'm them kind of thing because i don't know what their move is obviously but i just i'm not sold on any of these guys enough to do this that if someone else is then maybe they'd want to trade up and go here okay uh, now you can help me on this one. Who do you think would trade up to 31 to take someone available? Whether it be like Newsom because they need a corner, a tackle. I would um, say the Chargers 
the Vikings. Um, hmm. Maybe the Bears. They need a corner. I don't know. My my first reaction is to go with the Vikings. They need some edge rushers, and there's a lot of good ones on the board still. Yeah, like the Chargers need a corner, but I don't think. But I don't know if they would trade. Trade, yeah. Trade for them. Who's Minnesota on this list? There we are. <laughs> the actual last one. All right. So I want to trade this pick and get okay. Minnesota's first from the next year. Okay. They have a first and a second, and then a fifth, sixth, and seventh. Okay. I'm thinking of giving them this one. Yep. This is tough. Hmm. I was thinking this first for their next year's first. My next year's third, which is comped, and their 2023 fourth. I like that. Let me see if they like that. Nope, they didn't like that. I wish they told you what they didn't like about it. Yeah, kind of like the draft meter. Yeah. I mean, the trade meter, yeah. I'm just going to force it because it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But that's my thinking. I don't love anyone there that really makes a huge difference for me if I'm Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I still think that Elijah Moore could work with Julio in the system. Um, It's one of those things where it's not really needed, and Sammy Watkins isn't like guaranteed to be amazing. So I think it's just one of those things where I'd try and get draft capital where I could. And you had a really good help in the fact that Minnesota would be willing to trade up. Yeah. Because they picked a tackle, um, Vera Tucker, at 14. They trade back up. And do you have an edge in mind for them? Because I'm stuck. Uh, I like I like Gregor Russo. But... Ojolari is higher. I, I like I like uh I like Rousseau. I like the kid out of Georgia. Ojolari. Ojolari, yeah. Yeah. I just haven't looked at much in, at him. I think Ojolari, I've seen Rousseau so much more. I like Ojolari. He looks like honestly, he looks like he could play linebacker. He looks like he could play, and I'm going to be honest, it also looks like if he wanted to, if he cut a little weight, he could play safety if he wanted. Damn. <laughs> I mean, wow. he's, he's 6'3", 240. If he cuts like 15 pounds. Be a hybrid? I, I think he could be a hybrid, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm going with him for the Vikings. And like I said, okay. with the Ravens, just trying to... Build up some capital because I'm thinking of push for Julio. I don't I don't think Julio's over the hill. I think it's just the fact that Atlanta is Atlanta and they can't really do anything with him. So they should get capital for him now. The Ravens, they can go ahead and uh get rid of their picks for him. Um I'm actually gonna take a look at that right now. You have actually the Bucks. So while you look at what you're gonna do with their pick, I'm gonna see what the the Ravens have. Bucks pick. Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. As of today or as of yesterday, 
have brought back all 22 starters. So whoever they go with is going to sit and going to learn. So in my opinion, I think you just go with somebody you like, not somebody you really need in this position. So with the final pick in the first round, I'm going to have the Buccaneers go with Aleem McNeil, the defensive tackle from North Carolina State. Okay, then. Yeah, I think that works. Um, I think that's a really... Oh, we get a draft read for this. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> some of mine are going to have them low ones. Only one, two... There's only three that didn't get a B rating. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good draft then. Yeah. I will take that. Can I save this? Cool. I'm going to break this down then and post it. Yeah, sweet. Awesome. Yeah, so that's right. really good right there cuz Yeah, I feel good about that. that was... <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel better cuz I felt like half of mine were going to be like, "No, this is an awful pick." Cuz look at it, Kyle Pitts. That's not a bad pick. It might be a fit thing or whatever, but Kyle yeah. Pitts is Kyle Pitts. Absolutely. Jalen Phillips I mean, this. I think that's just a risky edge pick, but I yeah, don't think he's that, a bad that's player. That's a big risk pick. That's a big risk pick, definitely. I I, I acknowledge that, but <sighs> I like this kid. I think I think he's gonna really. I think he's gonna be someone that hangs around and really just produces for a team year after year. Um, and I think Dallas is gonna be a great place to do that. You match him up and have him get mentored by. Lawrence, I think this kid's going to be a force to be reckoned with, honestly. Yeah. Like Slater, I mean, I think a tackle to the Giants is a good call. Same yeah. with Vera Tucker. Parsons, yeah. I mean, again, might not be in need, but I think he's just a good player. I think that I think that's a I think that's a really good fit. Uh it might not it definitely might not be a need, but I think it's a great fit. I think you can definitely work around with it. If you want, you could have him be one of the your outside backers. He could play your mic. He can do he can do just about anything at the backer position, honestly. Yeah, he really can. So um yeah, I'm happy with that. Looks good. I'm wondering if we'll even get thirty percent accurate, because you know how the draft will be. Yep, yep. I hope I hope you're right about Justin Fields. As much as I don't want to see him go to the I Jets, know. I want him to get the respect of being number two. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. But you know, Next time we're on here, we'll we'll do a quick comparison, see how many we got right and how many we got wrong. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then go on on, on all that. But uh go on and on from there. If it wasn't possible before, I am more excited for the draft now. Because yeah, right. yeah. like you said, it's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow's gonna be Christmas. So yeah, that's that's what two random dudes would do if they were GMs and we are available for hire. So if you're looking for someone to run your team, either to a Super Bowl or into the ground, give us a call.